Hey, this is Vanessa. This is Carlos. And you're listening to Retro Ad Review. This is a podcast where we select a couple of random old TV commercials and review them. So if you like commercials, listen in. Hi, everybody, and welcome to the latest episode of Retro Ad Review. Hi, everybody. So, this is a podcast where we talk about commercials. So, what are we looking at today in terms of theme slash topic? We are looking at things you put in your mouth and <laughs> they make your not good breath smell nice, minty, and refreshed. We're looking at breath mints. Minty fresh. Yes, we're looking at breath mints today. And there's a lot of breath mints out on the market, but we're going to look at the most iconic ones. Well, two of them are plenty. iconic. One of them's fine. <laughs> plenty of them are iconic, I guess. Oh, you mean the commercials or the products? I guess the products. Aren't there a lot of mints that people know? Yeah, I was going to say, I don't know. I chew gum more than I do mints. So, yeah, I can't really answer this question. You don't really chew um, mints. <laughs> all right. Let's, let's just get into it and we'll let the people decide whether or not these are iconic mints. Anyway, all right, let's get started with the first one. So all right. here we go. Take a breath. Notice anything? Well, if you happen to have a Tic Tac in your mouth, you would. You notice your breath tastes fresh. People around you would notice your fresh breath, too. Can you breathe without a Tic Tac? Of course. But I wouldn't recommend it. Oh, my God, I remember this commercial. <laughs> Right. So in this particular commercial, it just shows a group of people at what appears to be like a yoga retreat of some nature. And the lead yoga lady is the one talking to us. And as she's speaking through the commercial, it just shows various people like close ups on their mouths on how they're breathing. And that's it. The only other striking thing about it is that it is this video is called Tic Tac Ad Commercial 1994. And the haircuts look like they're from 1994. The tagline as well feels very 1994 because at the end of the commercial, it shows the Tic Tac logo and it says, the incredible one and a half calorie breath mint. I don't know if you remember, but there was a period of time in the 90s where there was like snack wells and stuff like that, which felt like there was the fat free, low fat, let's get skinny kind of push because I guess people were getting super fat. I don't know. So I feel like this fits right into that zone. And I think Tic Tacs are kind of associated with women. You'd always see it in women's purses and stuff. So yeah, that's kind of the gist of this commercial. But there must be more. Yeah. So Tic Tacs were created by the Italian company Ferrero. Do you know Ferrero? I do. Ferrero Rocher. Is it that? Yeah, they make the Rocher eggs. They also make eggs. Kinder. Yeah, those golden egg ball things. No, those are like just chocolates. I wouldn't have called oh, them. Oh, I know, eggs. but they're called eggs. No, those aren't yeah, called are. eggs. Look no way. No way. I'm looking they at They also make Kinder, which I think are also eggs. <laughs> <laughs> and most famously ish, I think, Nutella. Nutella. Actually, the, all the things that you've mentioned are extremely famous. I feel. I feel they're not super famous in the U.S., though, right? Oh, maybe not. But I even no, feel like it's, it's, an Italian, Italian. it's an Italian company, so I'm guessing it's more famous in Europe. Yeah, I mean, I feel like 
the Nutella one is even only recently kind of famous in the US. I, I don't remember hearing much of it when I was a kid, but I feel like I hear about it more. I still need to find out what the name of that stupid... They're just called Ferrero Rocher. Okay, so it's Fer, Ferrero Rochers, I think is what those things... They're not called eggs. <laughs> they were. Whatever. They're not, I mean, there's the Kinder Egg. I mean, they do the Kinder brand. So, yeah. Anyway, it doesn't matter. We're just going to continue because we're going to go down this road of egg or it, not egg. And that's not what we need to talk about. It doesn't matter. Save that for the next one. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, yeah, Ferrero is responsible for a lot of different brands in the U.S. too. Yeah. Like they do Nutella and stuff. Yeah. Even with this one, I didn't realize. I thought it was just some random American company. I just sells breath mints. But apparently mm. Ferrero that does all this. It started in 1969, initially called Refreshing Mints. That was their name. Which was a very creative name. But then in 1970, <laughs> they named it Tic Tacs because the rattling of the noise in the box. It's like, like Tic Tacs. It, yeah. It works, that's it, what it, it is. I think that does work. I, I like the idea of it doing like they yeah. actually made that. So it was about a year that they didn't use a very dumb Refreshing Mint thing called so they started with just white mint and then orange. And then after that, they just expanded greatly. Strawberry, wintergreen, cherry, peppermint. Tic Tac, una nuova esplosione di gusti. Mint, orange, cinnamon. Tic Tac, Ferrero. And like with a lot of things, the international flavors have some weird stuff. Like India has passion fruit or something and cardamom. For some reason, Ooh. it has cardamom. Cardamom's I've had pretty cardamom, cool. and it doesn't taste like a mint thing. Why don't they just... I don't know. I feel like cardamom is very... Hmm. We're, we're having very different opinions this time. Why don't around. they... What's that other thing? Uh, the little seeds? Fennel? Yeah, why don't they just have fennel? <laughs> yeah, I mean, they do do fennel. Cardamom's kind of weird. Seems, yeah, but I guess it just seems weird because we're used to the gumish flavors. Yeah, that might be true. Fruit and, and Bubble mint. Yeah. So among those flavors was also grape. Ooh, I hate grape. (laughs) Grape doesn't taste like grape. It tastes like grape is the word. Yeah. Grape just tastes like what purple would be if it had a taste and it is not good. Which is a mix of blue and red. It's a grape is always the worst, but (laughs) But, uh, go, go on. Sorry. It was one of the flavors after orange, the original two were mids and orange. And then grape came along, but in 1976, they removed it because... And that was the, a good idea. Because it tasted that. bad. <laughs> no, because the dye was thought to be a carcinogen. Oh, Jesus. Okay, that's... Yeah. So if you cancer, probably would do it. Probably would have... Imagine getting cancer from eating grape-flavored something or other. That would just be like an extra kick in the teeth. Like it's not even a good flavor, and, and you how die does your from breath it. smell from that? Yeah, like no grapey. Well, I mean, grapey okay, they did, cancerous. That's how they did are. Whenever they do like fruit flavors for mints, I just don't get it because I think it's just a candy at that stage. Like it's a little sweet yeah, because it, it like, doesn't it doesn't make you fresh. It just like oh, you're kind of orangey. For me, it has to make it like a cold tingling in the mouth, and that's it. Yeah, that's otherwise I'm just eating some candy. But after uh, several decades, in 2014, they finally brought it back because... Boo! <laughs> <laughs> but 
With all the little Tic Tacs come a variety of colors, but some countries prohibit the dyes. I'm not exactly sure why. Maybe ingredients, maybe economic issues. I don't know. And instead, those countries use a color-coded box. Oh, so wait, here in the U.S., so like the mint might just be white, but the outside says orange. Yeah, they're all white, but the the box is just orange. Interesting. And I guess they have the same taste. I I figured the dye has something to do with that, but I don't know. Initially called the half calorie breath mint. That's a mouthful. But they have increased the size, and now it is no longer a half calorie. It is a 1.9 calorie. They are fatter. One and a half calories. So wait, what are they now? 1.9? Yeah. Okay, so they're like two calories. Man, calories are... It's easy to go over your calorie allotment for the day. Like imagine eating a Tic Tac and that's like two calories already. It's Tic Tac. Shouldn't be that much. But, <laughs> but who, what, am, what am I to say? If that's what it is and people need minty fresh breath and that's what they have to accept. Interesting though. So wait, when did they come up with the half mint? Like that's always been the case that it's been low calorie? It wasn't just a 90s thing? <gasps> yeah, they, they tried to make they it were, a half color. They were ahead of the color, I guess. But I'm not actually sure when before the 90s, because this was 1969 that started. They <laughs> claim to be sugar-free. Boo. But the tablets themselves are like 98% sugar, but since they're so small, they fall below the limit. So of then they whatever trans- measuring uh, organization does it. So it says, if you fall below this, you can say it's sugarless. So they do, and it's sugarless, even though there's a ton of sugar. So they can label it zero grams of sugar. That's it's a lie. That is sneaky. I'm not surprised that a company would do this, but that's kind of funny. So wait, they increase the size of it. Does that mean that they're no longer sugarless? I guess they're still under the limit. Hmm. I guess they didn't increase it. Well, they increased it by 0.5 calories. So I would have thought that would have had an impact. But there you go. They're not sugar free. Do you remember when we were watching this? It was like, it's not just a mint, it's a Tic Tac. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I just, that's the slogan I remember the most. But yeah. I, was, I think so, that's, I hadn't watched this commercial beforehand. So then when I heard her say that, I was almost saying it along with her because just my brain was like, it was just like a slightly like, it triggered something in my head. And I'm like, oh, whoa, I remember this. So yeah, slogans really do stick in your head. I guess if they're good slogans. If they're not good slogans, they're not going to stick in your head. Yeah, I don't know. How did you feel about Tic Tacs? I liked them. In fact, I really liked the boxes for some reason. And I got it into my head at one stage to collect the boxes. But then I just put it into like another box. And then one day I looked and I was just like, I just have a lot of Tic Tac boxes and I'm not doing anything with them. And I don't know why I have them. And then I just I threw them out. <laughs> there, was a, there was a small period of time where I really wanted to I don't know, being a collector or something like. Uh, I vaguely remember that about you. Yeah, I wanted to like collect things. One was Tic Tac boxes because mom used to always have a bunch of Tic Tac boxes. So I would just take them from her when she was done. I just had a box of empty Tic Tacs in the back, like 15 of them. <laughs> okay, enough Tic Tacs. Let's move on to the next iconic uh, mint. And I think this one actually does kind of go, at least for the U.S., and kind of the stratosphere of iconic commercial. So here it is.
Santos, the fresh maker. That voice um, at the end, I just realized, sounded really gosh. foreign. <laughs> hate these commercials. So, in uh, meanwhile, I love them. So, if you want to see this commercial, it's in YouTube under Mentos commercial paint suit. Um, yeah, all these had the same jingle, and that's all you ever heard. But the visuals were always different. In this one, a young man is with his Gen X 90s clothes friends, and he has to go to his business suit work. Then he sits on a bench, but the bench, he finds out, is full of wet paint. And the painter's like, oh, no, you shouldn't sit there. Then the young man is like, oh, no, I don't know what to do. So he pops in a Mentos to get inspiration, mint inspiration. I don't know. <laughs> so then... He just rubs his entire black business suit across. He like rolls around in it and it becomes a pinstripe suit. He looks like a weird gangster and it doesn't even look completely painted in. Yeah, it's, so he, it's, just, he's, he just makes that good idea. And then the painter is just so on his side. He's like, yeah, good job, man. So he gives him a, a salute with his paintbrush. And then the 20 something dude just shows Mentos like, yeah. Like a thumbs up. Yeah. And the dude bursts out with his possibly accent. Mentos, the fresh baker. And it shows the logo at the bottom. I always thought he was going for a job interview. Because, like, his Gen X flannel buddies pat him on the back and leave him alone. Well, he's either going to work or an uh, interview. With... Well, I think it's an interview. I It's interesting well, it the interpretation. Well, it doesn't leave anything in there. It doesn't say anything in there except he's going to a job place. Either to yeah, get it or I mean, to like, it, it's, it. all, it's all done without voice. There's no acting involved. or Well, there's a lot of acting, but it's like silent film kind of stuff. I just assume because he's a young guy, his friends are giving him like a supreme pat on the back. So I just always assumed he was going to an interview, but he might be going to his first day of work. That's interesting. I never thought that anybody viewed this differently, what he was going to do. But yeah, you're right. The concept is good, what he's doing, as in like, I'm going to make lemon out of lemonade. Mm, that was wrong, but he's going to do something with this unfortunate situation. And then he does the pinstripe suit, but the lines are so bad on the pinstripe suit that it does look like someone just painted chalk on him. And I don't <laughs> think anybody in a job interview or your first day at work would be. Yeah, I'd be like, fooled. Guy, come they wouldn't be here. fooled. They'd be like, are you OK? <laughs> I'd be like, come into this with a black suit next time or a gray suit or a seersucker or something that looks presentable, not this. Seersucker. He looks like uh, a freaking gangster. Yeah, he's. Um, and how does he physically work? It's a, it's just kind of like, it does it, it kind of magics <laughs> onto him like he did a really 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 good yeah job. wouldn't his butt look like the grill of the seat rather than pinstripe pants I don't know how he did it but it was through the magic of Mentos I suppose all these commercials were stupid and so, that's kind of what we get into so just a little bit about Mentos God that was annoying uh, Mentos is pr produced by Profetti Van Merle I think from my understanding half Italian Dutch company. Mentos started in 1932, so it's actually a fairly old brand. When two brothers, Michael and Pierre Van Mel, whatever, they were on a train to Poland. And according to the Mentos site, 
while on this train, they came up with the vision of a peppermint-flavored caramel candy to go by the name of Mentos. So it's just a very weird one. The circumstances are just kind of odd. Like they were just on a train to Poland and just started talking about mints and came up with a vision of a mint. Well, their company was around for a while by then. I guess they just had to think of what else can we make? I guess it just the way that it's written in terms of the Mentos history. It sounds like it's trying to be like, a flash of its yeah Isaac Newton like the Mentos gravity commercial. and stuff. Yeah, exactly. It tries to position it like a Mentos commercial, but it just sounds really weird. It's like they're on a train and they're he like ate a caramel with vision of Mandy, and he was like, "Oh, I know what to do." Nothing gets tea, right? So, um, so yeah, it's Mentos has been around since 1932. In the 60s, they were put in a roll. So you know the kind of classic roll that you pop them out of. I think before they were kind of just like loose mints. So I didn't like that. They're they're like in a shape. They're, they're rounded shaped. So when you open it, it like falls out. They don't stack on top of each other, like say Starburst or something. Yeah. Like you open yeah, it, yeah, put it in a kind specific of close position. it quickly because I know they're in a box or something. It's not, yeah, I, I, I'm not the biggest fan of it either, but I've never been a Mentos person, but I got more into Mentos later. I do like the chewiness of it. Anyway, 1972, they came to the U.S. and, you know, they've been through a lot of evolutions in the 70s. The U.S. got cinnamon and menthol and Europe got fruit flavors. So, you know, there's a load of flavors out there for Mentos anyway. And um, Japan and India got cardamom for some reason. Yeah, probably. <laughs> In 1976, they released their first TV commercial. However, it's not the style of commercial that comes to mind when you hear Mentos. When you hear Mentos commercial, like you think of this thing that we just watch. I mean, slash today her. they're kind of more normal, but yeah, they, they the are. Iconic but, ones are. Yeah. So actually, the thing with Mentos is that they used to only advertise in trade magazines or were quite a strong presence in trade magazines. So it wasn't like they were properly selling to the consumer, which was a bit weird. They were selling to, it was kind of like a B2B thing. So that way, these shops and stuff would stock more Mentos. You know, they wanted to sell it that way. So in the 90s, they decided to go a bit more aggressive and improve their modest sales. So they were selling, but they weren't selling like brilliantly. They we're fine. It's kind of a weird one because it is a consumer product, but they were selling it more B2B rather than like saying, hey, buy this mint. So it was a bit of an odd approach, but that's what they did. So there was a fellow named Liam Killeen who worked at Mentos, and he was the one that kind of came up with this concept. He worked at Mentos US and decided to start producing these ads. So these ads were actually made by a German company. So that's why it seems foreign. I don't know what it is about these commercials. It's kind of like when I used to watch the Red Bull commercials Red and Bull I would just be like, wings. these don't yeah. seem American. <laughs> so Yeah, you could tell. Even there's like, something feels European. Yeah, there's something odd about the commercials, at least from an American point of view you can see something when it's foreign. <laughs> and I suspect that it's the same thing. Like if you watch something in another country, you can tell if it's American or something. But this, you could just kind of, it just stank of not American. <laughs> but that was part of the kind of use of it. The whole idea was that they would show 20-somethings, young people solving unexpected problems. And then while they were kind of in the throes of, oh no, what do I do? After popping in a Mentos, the idea, the solution would come up in their minds. And the entire time, the Mentos tune would be playing throughout. And the, the Mentos song was also meant to be in such a way that it could kind of cross borders. It was kind of meant to be an earworm. It was meant to be catchy. It wasn't supposed to be 
too tailored, I guess. It wasn't supposed to make sense. Yeah. And that's part of the problem in a way, because the commercials played so much and they landed, depending on who you speak to, they landed really well or they landed terribly. The Liam guy has been to so many places and, you know, he, I think in one instance, he was wearing like his Mentos jacket and a person just expressed their disgust at the commercials and how much they hated them. So, you know, that's kind of the reaction that you might get. People made fun of them, just like you were doing a minute ago, because of the stupid situations that they were in. Like right now, we were just trying to break down how did that man get those pinstripes onto his back so perfectly? And also, the pinstripes are actually very imperfect because as you can tell that it's not something that actually belonged to the suit. Maybe if you squinted and were far away, they would look like they were part of the suit. But anyway, that's that's kind of the point. So people would break down. There was another one where I think a kid, his mother is at the mall and he's embarrassed, and then he figures a way how to escape from his mother at the mall. It's all just very kind of goofy stuff. Additionally, the song was made fun of a lot, too. It is definitely an earworm, because I still sing it, but the lyrics make no sense. So it's kind of like this mangled English or something, like, doesn't matter what comes, fresh goes better with life, with Mentos fresh and full of life, or something like that nothing gets to you yeah it doesn't make any sense sing the whole song (laughs) (laughs) it's just a bit garbled that's why people laughed at it and made fun of it but also people really hated them because it just gets to you at a certain stage where you're just like this is really irritating it gets to you stay frustrated you just get really irritated watching it because you're just like, what, what is going on in this commercial? This is stupid. Like you watch and you're just like, this is dumb. And then when you see that enough times, you either grow accustomed and you're kind of like, oh, that's funny. That's silly. Or you just start getting really like inexplicably irritated with it. The cheesiness is just so high that people didn't like it. In fact, in 94, they were voted one of the worst ads by USA Today in an advertising poll. So, yeah, they, they, they're, they're well known, but they're not necessarily well liked. However, <laughs> it's kind of confusing. And this is kind of the testament to like maybe infamous is better than nothing because the commercials helped raise sales with 120 million worth of candies sold in 1996. So it's like a massive leap in terms of actual sales and actual revenue and numbers coming in just because of these really stupid crap commercials. So the commercials are kind of over time and actually even a little bit during the time they were looked at kind of fondly. So they were spoofed by the Foo Fighters, David Letterman. They were mentioned in Clueless and Baywatch. They've mentioned in loads of things and people still kind of joke about them. In fact, in like 2013, Mentos did a campaign that imitated these fresh maker ads. And it's kind of just hearkening back to like, remember these goofy commercials? So it's, it's, they kind of embedded themselves through these commercials, I, Mentos did. Um, I think it, psyches. <laughs> I think it went into like the 2000s. I remember when I was a kid. They started like, dwindling still, in 1999. Sales started dwindling in 1999 because the mint market started getting pretty intense. So like Altoids came in and made things a little bit worse. So <laughs> The mint market. The mint market, you know, it's just kind of like, it's, it's a big market. Remember Wrigley's last episode? We spoke about Wrigley's just acquiring a bunch of mints, getting into the mouth. Oh, of Wrigley's is coming back. 
So, yeah, like that's why the commercials did last for a while, but you stopped seeing them, I think, maybe in the beginning of the 2000s. I think they stopped just because they needed to kind of pivot away. It was getting a little bit tougher and they're very clearly 90s commercials. So I think they needed to kind of step away from that zone. Yeah. And that is what Mentos is known for. Is that all they're known for? Well, they're also known for the Coke thing. <laughs> yeah. So after a while now, they like Letterman had this chemistry teacher. And he was like, hey, if you put Mentos and Diet Coke, it shoots out and does this horrible eruption. So how does that even like, I don't actually understand that. Like you throw a mint in and I it explodes. I tried to look it up one time. The basest I could say without science bagging me up. <laughs> but how the the carbonation is stuck inside the bottles that's why you have the carbonation there and you open it the carbon dioxide tries to get out that's why if you leave it open too long all of it comes out and you just have a flat sugary water drink mm. it's the physical aspects not the chemical aspects of the mentos because the mentos if you feel it very fine with your fingers you can feel it's not smooth it's just very very bumpy if you look at it with a uh, a really fine microscope it's really bumpy and and grainy so then when you shove that in the carbon dioxide goes against the grooves of the mentos and escapes faster and and then it just launches up and i think because of the diet they tested it out the diet ones usually do better and it does better at high altitudes test it out at pike's peak and death valley why why even bother with this there must be some reason behind doing these weird experiments humans are weird they set a guinness world record in mexico or something just thousands of them which is like why would you do that i think the company even sponsored it i mean i think that i never did this doing that of course because it's like an internet thing i never really uh did it myself because i didn't want to get dirty when you spill coke on yourself it just feels like it stays there like it's just it's so obnoxious to get off of you yeah like so, you have to scrape off a layer of skin so yeah i don't food. i don't care for it so i get it i know i didn't do it either i think our cousin did though i think i knew somebody who did it in front of me i was like oh so you know it's impressive it's, instead of the uh, water bottle hey coke instead of the water bottle trick you're like hey look in the water bottle and you squeeze it in your face like hey look at this coke <laughs> <laughs> and you just kind of uh that would be very bad for a person's face all right okay that is enough mentos let's go on to our final mint in the iconic mint category which this is the arguably iconic one i don't think it is but you know whatever all right here we go here's the next one hey icebreakers liquid ice thanks Ooh, I think, I think it's, it's liquid. <laughs> you're probably right. It's a tiny liquid mint. No, no, you're always right. It's cool and refreshing as ice. Enjoy your stay. Thanks. Thanks. You're right. I mean, no, 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 you're right. I know you're right. I know you're right. I'm so wrong. It's liquid. I'm wrong. You're right. It's ice. You're right. You're so right. It's liquid. It's ice. It's both. It's liquid. It's ice. It's icebreakers liquid ice in three favorite flavors. He's right. He's so right. Oh, that was obnoxious. <laughs> yeah, it was. Right. So in this commercial, if you want to watch it, it's called Hillary and Haley Duff Icebreakers commercial. So in this commercial, Hillary and Haley Duff are checking into, in a very 2005 attire, checking into a hotel. <laughs> and Hillary, Haley, 
Which one's which? Hillary gives Haley an icebreaker, liquid, liquid ice, because it's not an exact icebreaker. Like, you know, icebreakers are hard kind of mints. These were like a newfangled one. Just in How could the you 2000s. Forget? How could um, you forget the name of the liquid ice commercial? I couldn't. It's 30 just, seconds hearing liquid. Well, that, that means liquid. it's not an effective ad. So Hillary gives Haley one and then thus begins the pointless argument. Unfortunately for us and the long-suffering hotel attendant, he has to follow them and carry their bags while they argue and go back and forth between saying, it's liquid, it's ice, it's liquid, it's ice. And what's funny about the commercial is that the poor guy is clearly exasperated and irritated throughout the entirety of the commercial. Kind of cuts to his face, just stressed and kind of... Because of the argument or because of them? Because of the argument, I, well, actually, because of them, I think both of them actually. Um, Shut up! But he just looks really annoyed the whole time. So the guy does a really good job of kind of showcasing he's irritated. And then at the very end, when they're both in their respective hotel rooms, he just says, "It's both." It's both. He says it's both, and the two girls pop out, and they're like, oh, "He's right," and he runs off before they can start. You're right, you're right. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, and before they can start up again. So yeah, it's an irritating commercial. And that's it. That is icebreakers, liquid ice. It's fine. Icebreakers, the fresh maker. <laughs> Mentos freshness. Sorry. <laughs> but yeah, icebreakers mints were initially created in the 1990s by Nabisco's Lifesaver division. Then Hershey's purchased it from Nabisco in 2000. And that's when they grew. They grew in success because they actually wanted to push. They, they wanted to break into the, the mint mouth and market. Mar- yeah, the mint and gum market with icebreakers as the head of their, their thing. So they really pushed hard with an ad blitz to break into the, the market. And they did it by getting familiar things and celebrities and stuff. By the time it finished, at that point in 2005... They were the third largest gum sellers after Wrigley's and Cadbury. Huh. Interesting. Cad- what did Cadbury, Cadbury do? Trident and Dentine. Ah, Dentine ice. I always remember that one for some reason. Yeah, I don't know why. <laughs> the, the beach ball thing. And All right. So the one of the first commercials that they showed was an icebreakers commercial with a young, attractive man. He saw a young, attractive woman across the room. And then he's thinking all the things he would say to her or what could go right, what could go wrong. And then he pops in an icebreakers to break the ice with her. And it's playing that gorilla song. La, 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 la. What's that song called? All I remember is it says Get the Shoe Shine or something. Um, I don't know the name of the song. What is that song's name? I just remember a little Asian girl hey, was singing um, it. <laughs> what is that song 2001 or something like that i must look it up i'll look it up the song is called 192000 but yeah i'm probably not gonna edit that in for reasons okay. <laughs> yeah so in 2003 they started the liquid ice campaign with two other sisters jessica and ashley simpson Simpson got famous as a pop star in the 90s, like those blonde pop stars that sang pop music in the 90s, like Britney Spears and Christina Aguilera. 
but she got famous in the early 2000s with her reality show and her life with her then husband Nick Lachey of 98 Degrees. And one of them, that famous gaffe that she was known for, tuna, the chicken of the sea, and then she asked if it was chicken or fish. Is this chicken what I have or is this fish? Yeah, they use that in some of the icebreakers and pretty much everything else she did. So this, this. But she was walking around with Ashley Simpson and was like, are these liquid or are these ice? What's this? New icebreakers liquid ice. Is it liquid or is it ice? So these commercials or icebreakers were clearly targeted to like yeah, younger, young people. teens and 20 year olds, kind of so teens, probably. That's so interesting. Because after that, TikToks, TikToks earlier was targeting <laughs> moms. <laughs> <laughs> after that, after they stopped using Jessica and Ashley Simpson, they went with Hillary and Haley Duff. Hillary mm. Duff. She started in the Disney Channel with Lizzie McGuire, and then she went on like a singing career. And then Haley Duff just kind of came along, I guess. Haley Duff of Napoleon Dynamite fame. I think that's her biggest thing by herself, right? Because I think she's well, one of well, 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 well. Let me let me fill you in on one of the greatest acting turns of her career, and that is in a little film called Hats Off to Christmas. Haley Duff stars in a Hallmark Channel holiday movie. The Hallmark Channel movie, Hats Off to Christmas. They're all the same. They're all terrible. I don't care what you're going to say next. I'm assuming she succeeds in the Santa business and the two fall in love by not going to the big city. You put this as bonus content. I would say Haley Duff's biggest thing is probably Napoleon Dynamite, though, right? Probably. I can't really... I don't know what else she's been in. I only know this because I watched Hallmark. Was Lizzie McGuire. I think they're going to do the nostalgia thing, bring it back. No, they're not. They're not bringing it back. um, Okay. And she was something. One of the like three Sharon Tates in the year 2017 or whatever. Oh, yeah. (laughs) She's she's going to be in some new show. I can't remember what it is now. It was supposed to be the Lizzie McGuire thing, but now it's going to be some other kind of reboot show that isn't Lizzie McGuire related. They stuck with Hillary and Haley Duff for Icebreakers Ice Cubes. And the Ice Cubes uh, catchphrase was, whoa. So when you put it in your mouth, like, whoa, this is crazy. So That's the being catchphrase. Whoa, <laughs> being whoa, guess who they used? I'm going to guess Joey. Yeah, Joey Lawrence. They like, whoa. That's so stupid. What's that? It's new Icebreakers Ice Cubes come. They're frosted cubes that are surprisingly cold. Whoa. Whoa. Hill, who says whoa? (laughs) Whoa. Whoa. That's genuine. And they even sponsored Hillary and Haley Duff singing tour and NASCAR and the Ski and Snowboard Association. They just tried to get icebreakers. Wow. They break the ice within the gum market. On this. Within the gum and mint market. But in 2006, they were sued by Wrigley's for infringement on, get this, chewing gum containing physiological cooling agents. So according to them, only Wrigley's could have chewing gum that contained physiological cooling agents. What does that even mean? I tried to find more about the lawsuit, but I'm, I'm assuming they lost because that's, <laughs> one, that's too broad and <laughs> Hershey's is still pumping on icebreakers. 
That's but, just uh, Rick, that's not the only thing. Wrigley's also sued Perfetti Van Mel of Mentos fame because they had a campaign called WTF, What the Fresh. Ooh. What the Fresh kind of sounds like winter fresh. So they're no, like, it hey, doesn't. You got to stop that. Whatever. <laughs> just sue everybody who I don't agree puts with good things thing. in your mouth at all. But fine, whatever. If that's what they, if that's what they think, they think. I don't know why I said that like that. That was weird. That's very weird. Also uses one of the etals as sweetener, sorbitol. Sorbitol. And Melitol. they initially, they initially sold a steel bottom with a plastic top. I kind of remember those, and then they made it all plastic. But the thing I remember most of this company, but it's too late to put it in our nostalgia podcast. <laughs> in 2017, to attract millennials, they said, I think, mm-hmm. they put glitter on the mints and glitter mints. they introduced the Unicorn of Courage. I am the Unicorn of your confidence. The uh, unicorn. Okay. You, you know the unicorn, right? No, I don't. That sounds. No, you stupid. don't know the unicorn. He's, I don't it's know everywhere the within the uh, icebreakers commercials. So he's either dancing inside and boxing a a bunch of berries to advertise berry stuff, or the the most famous ones is where someone has to get courage and then they eat it and like the Kool Aid Man, he just breaks through the wall and. Right. They ride him and do the the courageous things like, hey, this person texted me. What should I do? And oh, I, it's ringing a light bell. But I, I just And then he goes run into the people and does that. They also had another campaign that was kind of cool. I think it was Icebreakers Breaking the Ice. It just had a, a tune in the back. And they had a, like one guy had an umbrella in the rain. And then he met some lady who was standing under the, the shop too because she was trying to get out of the rain and then he breaks in the ice by eating an icebreaker and then they talk and then they, but it just had a tune it looked more classy though i like those rather than really hard pandering to kids or a stupid unicorn it's just weird the unicorn's weird i don't care for the unicorn thing you remember but, you know whatever i think i kind of know the unicorn thing so i'm not i'm not it's like a white unicorn with a bunch of blue sparkles like a mint you know? It sounds cute, but I don't agree with yeah, it. Yeah, that's pretty much what it was. And after a certain point, Wrigley stayed number one, Cadbury stayed number two, and Perfetti Van Mel later took third place from Ooh. Hershey's. That's interesting. So how about we get out of this and get right into rating these ads? Okay. Okay, so Tic Tac, Mentos, Hillary and Haley Duff, which one is your least favorite? I think you mean icebreakers. <laughs> I don't mean icebreakers. <laughs> I have to rate two foods and two people? Yes. No. Nah, um, which one of the commercials we watched is least enjoyable to you? I guess Tic Tac because it's just some yoga lady eating and saying, hey, look, freshens your mouth. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> I think for me, it's Hillary and Haley Duff because it's just irritating. It's just genuinely irritating. Like, I get it, and it has a lot more than the Tic Tac commercial, it, but it's just irritating. So, but the 2000s had the oversaturated, stylized thing in everything. 
Yeah, it did. It was really strong. What are these? Strong colors. So, yeah, that would be number three for me. I don't have to go further into it. It's just an irritating commercial, and that's why it's number three. For me, it's a toss-up because one of them is kind of bland to me, and the other two are annoying. But I'll go number two, Hillary and Haley Duff for Icebreakers Liquid Ice. You disgust me. Okay. It's second because it's not just saying, hey, look, it's a TikTok. Put it in your mouth. It's nice and refreshing. It actually has a story to it, even though it's very annoying. It's like, hey, is it liquid? It's ice. It's liquid. It's ice. It's like a it's liquid. It's an ice. old uh, vaudeville routine. Yeah. Or <laughs> Bugs Bunny. Like, I do want to. I don't want to. You do want to. I don't want that whole thing. But yeah. I like how the guy was kind of annoyed. And yeah, he was very annoyed. He I, I, good. I give him kudos, but I, I like how the actor kind of acted annoyed, and then he's like, "It's both." They're like, "Oh yeah, you're right. You're right." Oh yeah. yeah. And he's like, "Oh, shut up." The the heft of this commercial was about Hillary and Haley Duff because if you didn't know who they were, it's like, okay, I don't care. Well, like <laughs> I also <laughs> couldn't remember the liquid ice even after literally having just watched the commercial. So yeah, I thirty seconds little... of them say liquid and ice, liquid and ice. Yeah, no, it just didn't work for me. I just kind of zoned okay. out after some. So what's point. your second? The second for me is Tic Tac. It's short and sweet. It's like what fifteen seconds. It's really short, <laughs> like the little Tic Tacs, but not sugar filled. It's, it's just a simple commercial. I think purely just because the other one annoyed me so much, this one just by default gets number two. There's not much to it. It's just fine. And there was a small smack of nostalgia for me because I'm like, oh, wow, I remember this. I just remember that slogan at the end. Yeah, it, it's it's simple and it's not too memorable. But when I saw it, I was like, I remember this. Yeah, so that's what <laughs> makes kind it. kind of repeated along. Like, how many times did I see this? And it wasn't well, really advertised to Well, it's a 15-second ad, okay. so they probably just played it a lot. So that's what's kind of cool about it, I guess. Which means that number one for the both of us is the Mentos, Mentos commercial. Do, 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 do. Oh my gosh. It's just, there's just so much. I think we've already gone there's into so it, so we don't, odd, need to, we don't need to dive in further. Stupid charm for all these stupid commercials. Cheesy charm, wow. goofy charm. It's funny. Like you watch them now and you just kind of laugh at them a bit because they're just, they're just very silly. Like they're people, everyone's in a predicament, but they're not really important predicaments. They're just silly little occurrences and i think the fun part about it as well is that a oh, lot another of times it just goes along with it yeah exactly another part that's fun is that so like, like in this commercial the paint guy goes ha ha at the, the end of the commercial yeah they, they have like buddies in this like people are happy to be like i support you in your endeavor so i don't know this is just it's just kind of but nice even with its silent film hyper exaggerated physicality is that you could tell what's going on when you look at it yeah the guy's like oh my gosh you sat on the wet it's almost like a cartoon oh Oh, darn i mean that one's definitely a cartoon the one we just watched but yeah it's just it's over exaggerated this one because that's the one that i think of when i see this yeah me too there's a ton of others but i don't remember them as well they are all terrible Okay. Apparently, everybody thought that. Yeah, everybody thought it, but people still love it. So, of these three commercials, if you only saw these commercials and had no other reference point, (laughs) that's not true. Of these commercials, which one would you actually buy the product from? So, just based on the commercial. Based off the commercial? 
I go with Tic Tac because it's just explaining what it is. Oh, it's nice, refreshing. You put it in your mouth. You don't need to breathe without it, but it helps. I was thinking that, but I would go with Mentos because if I watched the commercial, I feel like the song would just get stuck in my head. I feel like I think I'm a I'm a sucker for jingles and things that just kind of drill into your head and then just remind you, and that's why I would probably get it. They all also, have also, like this. also the Mentos is pretty prominent in the commercial. Like okay, yeah, he has his initial moment, but it coming in and then him almost doing like a thumbs up with the Mentos. Not really, it's just him popping it in and then right but, at the end. But, but he pops it in. But that's what I'm saying. It's prominent in the sense that like he pops it in, and that's when the moment of clarity happens. The Mentos is the turning point for the commercial, and then at the is end, that the selling point though? It's like ooh, a you bit, get yeah. inspiration. I think so. I could just say like, oh, it tastes good and refreshing after I eat something spicy or or bad. But even at the end when it says Mentos, the fresh maker, he's giving like a thumbs up, but it's actually with the Mentos. He's holding up the Mentos. So I think that's what I mean by it being such a key. It's it's a commercial trying to sell you something. So obviously it's going to, the product's going to be key, but like it's it just mint. It does stick out. How does this relate to it? I think that's what works for me. That's what it's just like. It's congruous to the whole thing. It's the song. The song interests me. And I think just the song. <laughs> I guess certain eras have the whole thing because old 50s and 60s commercials, you hear like, dur, 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 it's Hydrox or whatever the heck the tune but drugs. these songs had from like the 80s and the 90s they had this passionate singing for the dumbest stuff it's like, what? nothing gets to you stay cool okay that is enough of that all right i think yeah. we're gonna have to wrap this one up um, okay i have a few bonus round questions okay which ferrero food would you like the best eggs kinder eggs nutella eggs or Tic Tac eggs. Tic Tac minions. <laughs> what about a plain egg? Which one would I want? I, ooh, I don't know. What would be a good one to have it with? I don't know. I feel like for me, it's pretty much between the Ferrero Rocher, the original, the gold wrapper one, or yeah. Nutella. I feel like chocolate. I, dang. Yeah, because it's chocolate. And then I would tap it off with a minty, fresh breath of... <laughs> And the second one, which icebreakers would have appealed to you most? Jessica and Ashley Simpson, Hillary and Haley Duff, or Joey Lawrence? Probably Joey Lawrence, because it's so stupid. <laughs> All right. I actually have to find that. I don't right know. Now, that's All these dumb. are kind of stupid. They're all stupid. I mean, most commercials are stupid. Let's, let's be honest. Yeah, I mean, I'm most no, of some of them are pretty good, but what the heck? This Mentos was just terrible. Yeah. All of them were bad. I think, yeah. So, wait, um, another question. Which of the Mentos were the stupidest? All right. This one I go with this probably one. tops for dumb. Okay. Right. Well, so. thank you, everybody, for having a listen. We appreciate your time. So please listen to us on anywhere you listen to podcasts. You'll find us there. So find us on Retro Ad Review. We'll be back soon with a new series of ads to talk about. So find us at... Yeah, you can find us on Facebook and on Instagram under Retroad Review, and we will respond to you there. So enjoy. Have a mint. Go to bed. I don't know. Do whatever it is that you're going to do for the rest of your day. And we'll be <laughs> back soon. Pop a mint before you have to meet somebody, a boss, 
coworker or a girlfriend, whatever. Or Hillary and Haley Joe. <laughs> All right, everybody. Bye. Bye. I do have minty fresh breath. Smell.